My name is Preston Grace, and I'd like to welcome you to the No Walls Podcast. All right, so today is December 29th. We just got done with Christmas. How, how was y'all's Christmas? Did y'all have a good Christmas? Come on, it was great. It's good. We ate a lot, we chilled a lot, and we ate some more, and we chilled some more. Yeah. It's kind of my perfect Christmas, really. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a good time. Definitely a good time. Sweet. Um, so, with us wrapping up this year, I thought it'd be cool if we talked about some of the things that we learned this year. So, like, uh, lessons we learned, things we picked up, and uh, so, yeah, I'm just going to leave that where it's at. So, if you guys have anything off the top of your head? What'd you learn? What did I, I learn? All right. Um, so, I think I learned... I have two things off the top of my head. Okay. Um, I learned that you are more influential than you think you are. Um, that was a big one for me. Whenever we went to the leadership uh, summit in Chicago, I think that's whenever it really, like, settled for me that people are just paying attention more than you think that they are. And, like, what I'm doing is affecting more people than I thought that it was. And especially, like, at my age, that's kind of, like, a weird thing to land. Yeah. Um. And then the second one for me is that life, like, you, I have more control over life than I thought that I did. So, like, at, like you know, like, doing the podcast, um, and there's, like, just, like, life is, life isn't happening to me. Like, I have the opportunity to happen to life. And I think mm. I, that didn't really land before. I think I was just kind of floating around and kind of yeah. expecting things to turn out a certain way. Um, and I'm not saying that God doesn't move in certain <laughs> ways for you and things like that, but, like, I think... I had more control over my life than I thought that I did. And yeah. those were two pretty pretty pivotal things to land for me this year. And they both did. So like and getting married was a big one that landed that one. So like it was <laughs> like oh like I'm married and like I did this. Like like we just decided to do this. This yeah. just happened. And so yeah, that was those probably my two my two big ones. But that's good. I like that a lot. What you got, Trev? I think <laughs> I think the back half of the year we'll start with that i think the most influential thing was realizing how desperately i needed a bunch of different kinds of people around mm-hmm. me um to com- help combat like internal dialogue mm-hmm. um and add like supplements instead of like takeaways from from like my life and so uh the I th- I feel like my natural default is to kind of run away from the personalities that I don't really just naturally mesh with, mm-hmm. and um, it was like for the first time it was almost like the years and years of preparing the soil and and working hard to get the garden ready kind of a thing like it was finally that like oh this is why though this is why like the the grind was worth it kind yeah. of a thing. Um, in the first half of the year, I think was a little bit similar to the one of you. Like, hey, maybe like I have more control than I think I do, and I yeah. think I think that's kind of where I my realm of thought as well is that I am a lot more capable mm-hmm. than what I ever gave myself credit to be different than my faults, yeah. um, be anything different than what cripples me, etc., and stuff like that. I think I think that I had let my narrative be a certain thing for a long time and I was like oh but like I can do this because I'm doing it yeah. and it, and 
anyway, I think yeah, those two things. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> what do you got, Taylor? <coughs> yeah, I, th- I I think I got. I think one uh, I'll kind of answer the question. So we we had a word for the year for our student ministry switch, and it was hope. And I think I knew already that like hope was powerful. I mean, obviously, like, that's why we chose it for the word for the year. But I don't. I think I still somehow undervalued or underappreciated or sold short like truly how powerful like hope is. Like what we were able to see happen in student ministry this year was just it was insane mm-hmm. like we saw like 70 plus students make a decision to follow jesus with their life which is just it's bananas really like because it's like that's so many people like that's it just blows my mind and it was crazy to see like the way it affected things like <clears throat> like constantly having conversations that centered around hope that we have in jesus and what does that mean and how do you use that and how do you get that how do you keep that just the kind of conversations we were able to have in all those small groups and just the the way you could see, like, students change. You know, one of the coolest things about student ministry is, like, like their light bulbs click faster. Yeah. They don't have 30, 40, 50 years of really bad life decisions yeah. stacking on top of each other for <laughs> 30, 50, 60 years of trauma or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're, they're fresh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in, in most cases, it's, like, 10 years max, like, yeah. A lot of people don't remember before their sixth birthday. So it's like you're just you're raw, you're more fresh. And so watching all of the light bulbs kind of click this year and some of the conversations we got to hear and um just the growth and life change that's taking place in students' lives was just it was bananas. Like just hope really is insanely powerful. Like it will not fail you. It is worth fighting for and it is it shifts whole needles, man. So just to see what it could do, like the movement it created in people's lives, how much the needle moved once people really laid hold, like there is hope still, you know, mm-hmm. super cool. Um, but as far as something like I learned for sure is like, <clears throat> it's got to be soundtracks, man. Like, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that's a good like John A. Cuff's book, Soundtracks, has, I mean, forever shifted, like so much for me like i i i was really thinking through like you get to the end of the year and you get all of these like five best books you've read all year or you know 10 yeah. best things this and i was like i just wonder like what is my like top five you know what are the five best books i've read yeah <laughs> i think it's the number one for me <clears throat> i was really reevaluating like all my favorite books i've read and i'm not sure i've had a book impact quite so much for me like just the ability to dialogue and like have a working filter you can use to assess whether or not you have a broken soundtrack one that's unhealthy uh, soundtrack is like a repetitive thought that gets mm-hmm. stuck similar to like a like a playlist like you get a song worm that's stuck in your ear um and so for me really being able to like self-assess what are my soundtracks how many of them are broken and having the tools necessary to flip those soundtracks has been insane for me. Yeah. Like, it has changed so many different relationships for me. Like, I'm 29, and I have not, I don't have, I've never had a good relationship with my grandma, like, ever. Mm-hmm. Like, all of the worst memories I have in my life somehow wind up centering around my grandma's influence. And so if you'd asked me, like, in, you know, March 
any chance you and your grandma would have like a, a long several hour conversation like not mm-hmm. a chance in the world let me i don't hate her i just know like I, we don't we don't mesh like yeah. i trigger her she triggers me we don't do well so we see each other in, like in, in passes <clears throat> but like thanksgiving night come on the way home from spending thanksgiving with my like you know my, my real family the family i chose mm-hmm. and uh i was like you know we always try to stop in and see my grandma real quick if we can you know uh i wind up sitting down and have like a four and a half hour conversation with my grandma oh, about wow. all of my life like it was the craziest conversation too because i went in i sat down and it was like <coughs> she was like i'm 71 years old and i just wish everybody would get over all the things they're going through or all the things they've gone through. Like, let's just get over and be family again. And I was like, mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> and if y'all haven't noticed or not, I'm a really loud, passionate eight. So that just didn't really jive well with me. Like, yeah. my response to my grandma was like, yo, you can't, you can't punch somebody in the mouth and then tell them they can't be upset. Like, yeah. that's not how that works. Like, I can't slash your tires and then be like, you shouldn't be mad about that. Yeah. <clears throat> you don't you don't get to determine like how I process the pain you dealt me. <clears throat> and then my like grandma's that. immediate response to that was well what have I ever done to you? Mm. And man, I'm glad you had to <laughs> ask. <Yeah. laughs> if that had been any other time in my life, I would just exactly with that moment. Well, now that you ask, let me yeah. let you know. Like, yeah. and instead of like going in and taking the bait, which is normally what would happen, and me, we create a huge fight. I was like, <laughs> okay, Grandma. And the only thing I know to communicate this to is like, got to be what like absolute peace of God is like. Like, because <laughs> 29 years of life, I've never been able to not take that bait and start an argument. Mm-hmm. I was able to sit there and calmly articulate, like, <laughs> actually, Grandma, let me walk you through. What I went through is like, you remember when I was 16 and we got taken from my mom and we're getting put in state's custody and I'm on the front door and you look at me and you look at my brother and you're like, I want him, but I don't want you. Yeah. And then I spent the next nine months of my life moving from foster home to foster home to foster home because no one in my family wanted me. Yeah, that kind of sucked a lot. Yeah. Like that was not a good time for me. And in nine months, like none of you guys called me. Yeah. Like I lost all of my life in the blink of an eye and was rejected by you to my face. <laughs> and... It just set, bro. It was heavy. But what was crazy about that is normally my emotions would be all in that. Like, I wouldn't have been able to just communicate that kind of, like, just normal. It would have been, like, we were in layers of emotions. But, like, for the last 10 months, or since August, I've been really processing intentionally, like, my soundtracks. And, like, even soundtracks about my grandma. Like, you know, like, she isn't the pain she dealt me, you know? Like, she's got her own trauma. She's got her own story. There's reasons behind the stories we I'm really like dialoguing through, like trying to fix, like I love my grandma more than what she's done to me. I'm yeah. trying to work my way towards like empathy and kindness and trying to create a space where there can be maybe one day reconciliation, not just forgiveness. And, uh, <clears throat> anyways, I'm, I'm babbling my bad. No, so no, the, but like, so heard that whole conversation come walking her through and like, she's getting heated at moments, like loot, like veins in her neck yelling at me. And I'm just not taking the bait. And the only way I know to yeah. describe that, man, is I really have been super passionate about working on some of my soundtracks, especially around the people that I love, care about, or like trigger me most. Like I don't want to be a victim in every scenario. I don't want I don't want who I am to be subject to what you say to me or what you say about me. Yeah. 
And uh, I don't really love losing control anyways or abdicating it to other people. So, like, soundtracks really allowed me to take one more level of ownership of even my own life, my own thought process. Like, you don't get to do that to me. Yeah. Uh, like, we're not doing this song and dance anymore. Never took the bait. Uh, what normally is, like, I, I legitimately set my time on my phone when I go to my grandma's house for an hour. Mm. That's, just, that's all I can take of her. Wound up sitting in her living room for four and a half hours. Wow. And just walk through all of my life. <clears throat> and kind of where we've been, what we've gone through, what the family's been through. And I was able to help my grandma process. At one point, my grandma's like, when you don't live up to my expectations, I'm going to let you know. And just, I was like, do you, did you live up to your own expectations, grandma? Like, do you mm. feel like you've, like, nailed it? And, like, dude, <laughs> like a light bulb clicked. Mm. And she was like, no, I haven't. And I think I've been projecting that onto my kids and you guys. And it's like, Wow, and for me, bro, like I don't want to explain to you how surreal that moment was for me. Like that's a trip. I've never seen my grandma even remotely come close to insinuating she might have made a mistake. And so, like, she's processing that in real time, and then we're talking about, and now I'm having a whole conversation with my grandma about her soundtracks. Wow. And she's like, I don't understand, like, how to fix some of the things we're in. It's like at some point, grandma, you've got to love me more than you hate the decisions I've made. Yeah, you've got to love my mom more than you hate her addiction. Like at some point, love has got to be bigger on that scale for you than the things that didn't play out the way you wanted. Get to the end of the conversation. My grandma like pauses the whole convo. We're very theatrical in my family. <laughs> so like, my family will run from hard convos, but when hard convos happen, we're very big gesture like Winston Churchill on a <laughs> thing. So my grandma like silences the whole table. It's just me, my wife, my aunt, and my grandma. And she's like... uh She's like, hold up. Silence is everything real epic. Like, and it's like, I just need you to know that I am so sorry if I've ever made you feel alone, abandoned, hurt, left, or forgotten. Oh, wow. Bro, and I was tripping. I was spinning smooth out. I was like, this is the craziest moment of my life right now. Thank and like, you. I don't think I could really feel it in that moment because <clears throat> it was so much shock. Like, it just didn't make sense. Like, like I said, like, the way I've equated it is, like, I feel like trying to have that conversation with my grandma, like, if I was even pray to God for that, it would have been the equivalent of being like, God, can you make me a unicorn? Yeah. Like, I mean, he could, I guess, but why would he? Like, that's not yeah. a prayer he's going to answer. That's silly. Like, it's not going to happen. So to be sitting in that real-life twilight zone moment was just surreal to me. Mm. But the craziest part of the whole thing was, is once she's done, like, walking me through that, she's like, you know what? Here's what I want to do. I really want to work on my soundtracks, too. So in wow. two weeks, can you call me and ask me how that's going? And, bro... I mean, I could have died right there and went straight to heaven yeah. and been good. Like that would that that was like the Mount Rushmore. Like that didn't make no sense. So it was, not only did she apologize and name it, you know, it's different when you say something like like oh, I'm just sorry for everything is not the same as I'm specifically sorry for this specific thing. Yeah. <clears throat> and so we get to the end of that and like okay, and then like I forgot to set a date. Like dang it! And mm. my grandma calls me before I get home from Thanksgiving. It's like, hey, we didn't set like a specific time. When can you call me? I was like, wow. Well, I was buzzing. Now, if you know me, uh, I have a tendency to, like, keep the wall pretty firm because I'm like, you're not about to dupe me again. Yeah. So, like, the next two weeks is just me kind of wrestling through, like, how much hope can I have? Mm -hmm. And my whole word for the year for Switch was hope. It's just funny how that happens. It's happened to me a lot in my life. It's like sure. I need to preach something to a group of people. Ultimately, I find out God has just been trying to say it to me the whole time. Mm. And, like, that was surreal for me to, like, have this whole uh, – towards the end of the year, it's like – that word wasn't just for Switch. It was for me, too, Yeah, because I didn't have hope for my family. I had hope for all my kids. I had hope for me. I had hope for, like, but I didn't have hope for, like, my, like, biological family. Yeah. 
So I get to the end of that conversation and I call her two weeks later. I'm like, all right, grandma. Like, and I'm nervous about the phone call because I'm just expecting like, oh yeah, I'm fine now. Mm. Nah, bro. That's not how it went. I called her and she picked up the phone and she's like, it's, this has been amazing. Wow. She's like, I'm so happy we had that conversation. I had no idea how I made people feel around me. She's like, I've never been more aware of like what I, how what I'm saying is affecting the people like closest to me. She's like, I feel like me and Sammy, which is my mom, so she calls her. Me and Sammy have had some of the best conversations we've ever had. Like, I, I feel happier. I feel like I got more peace. Wow. So then we saw her on Christmas morning, and it was different, man. Like, I'm sitting in the living room, and it's like we really are just like chumming it up. Like, there's no <laughs> tension. There's no chaos. We stayed there for like two hours. Just hanging out. I was like, I don't, that's never happened. Like, that is the craziest thing that has never happened to me my whole life. That has never been true for my Christmas experience. And so I was just sitting in the room and like, this really is. Like, this is how powerful working on your soundtracks are. Yeah. Like, you don't just set you free, but you can even set other people free. And then, like, same thing, like, watching my grandma work through it. Like, she's, she's like, in one breath on Thanksgiving, like, begrudgingly, like, I wish you guys would suck it up and get over it and shifts to actually I'm going to do work and she gets the things she wanted. Yeah. So it's me, my mom, my kids were all there on Christmas morning. And it's like, this is the first time this happened in a while. And here she is. It's like, just so crazy to me. So I think that really long story, just to say soundtracks are crazy effective, man. And they take time to work on. It took me months of processing it to ever be able to sit down and have a conversation with grandma. Cause like the last three years, I've not been able to do that. And yeah. so, I would say for me this year, I've realized while at times it's very frustrating and difficult to re to flip the soundtracks, like to try to figure out better ways to talk to yourself or talk about the people in your life, man, when you do it, it works. It yeah. moves needles. It does things you wouldn't expect. And so hope and soundtracks, that's it for me. Yeah, that's cool. That's a really cool story. <laughs> I'm really, that makes me really happy. Cause it, yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of stories that you get to hear like, yeah, I had this internal like aha moment and like I'm going to start implementing these healthy habits and things and stuff like that. But like I don't think you get a whole bunch of stories like that that yeah. you get to like, it's like, oh, no, like we got to see that conversation start. We got to hear about the middle. And then now it's like you're <laughs> dancing in the in the in slash new beginning yeah. of like yeah. getting to know these this lady for the very first time, essentially in a new in a new way, and anyway, that was a trip. My grandma said, "Like, why have we never had this conversation before?" And I'm like, "Well, you were never safe. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, this always came with you losing your mind." And it is bonkers to think that it took 29 years. But yeah, that's probably the first conversation I had with my grandma that was like real at all. Like that wasn't just surface. Yeah. So it, was, it was pretty shocking. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, soundtracks are powerful. Yeah, they are. I guess so my question for you then is like, so I guess I kind of, I showed you kind of how the, how, how what I've learned is kind of like played out for me. Yeah. How has some of the things you guys have learned affected things for you? Like, so like, have you seen the, you have influence, you know, more yeah. influence than you think and uh, <coughs> sort of forgot what your answer was, but like, have you seen what what how have you seen that affect the day to day? Yeah. Like in what areas of your life this year have you seen the thing that you learned actually move the needle at all for you uh so with the influence thing um <coughs> one of the 
one of the things that I've seen, it's like I have a, I have a cousin named Chris, um, and like Chris is a good dude, Chris man. Is a good dude, man. If Chris is listening dude. to this podcast, we love you, Chris. Yeah, we love you a ton, bro. Uh, and we pretty much like grew up together. Like he, I think we're like four years apart in age, but like we were still we we're together at such a young age. It didn't feel like we were that far apart, you know. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that like as a kid, I never thought of like the impact that I had on him or like the way that he thinks or anything like that. Uh, just because it kind of more felt like more like we were like brothers or something than you know anything. Well, I mean, I guess brothers have influence on each other, too. But I didn't see it that way. And um, what I've kind of got to see is, like, uh, I get to lead the tech team here, and he's on it. And him, and there's a, uh, another guy on it named Tony. Tony! Te- yeah, Tony. Tony's super dope, dude. And um, they've kind of been, like, the, like, they're just really involved. They're really hungry for it. Like, they're there all the time. Mm-hmm. And what I've gotten to see is that they both came in as, like, two, like, like, what are we doing? Like, we're kind of nervous to touch anything because we don't know what anything is. And, like, now, like, they run the whole thing. Yeah, they do. And it's insane to see not only that, but now you can, s- instead of, like, now you can stick someone back there who has no idea what they're doing, and Tony and Chris will have them doing the thing that they need to be doing in a couple weeks. You know what I mean? And so That's it's awesome. It's, it's weird, and it's not as, like, like emotional as your story. But, like, to be. it is weird to see. <laughs> it's cool to see that, like, I went from trying to learn how to lead these people like in front of them which yeah. is no- another trip like i'm learning how to lead you in front of like while i'm leading you so like that's such a weird thing and i'm glad that i get the, the that's privilege a to do that half right that there. is yeah and like they've given me the privilege to do that the honor to do that and then like to also see them start leading at a capacity that is higher than my capacity was when i first started leading them that's mm-hmm. that's an insane thing like they're Teaching people how to do things better than I was when I first started teaching them how to do things, and that's that's been a really cool, cool thing. So it's Don't not only that, that um, like the influence, but how the influence trickles is insane <coughs> to me. So that's been a cool one. That's neat for sure. That's cool, man. Thank you. What have I learned? Uh, how has the how has like practical? Yeah, what's it what's it done for you? Mm. Have you seen it change things? So, <coughs> where to begin? Uh, I think I think for me, what I've learned has helped get thoughts out of my head and into my mouth uh, a little bit easier. Um, I'm able to have conversations with people that I love, and I'm better to our to and, and can better articulate mm. uh, what I'm feeling, how I'm thinking, etc. and stuff. And a cool moment that happened to me while I was at home this year for Christmas was I was able to have a conversation with my mom and my little brother. Um, I don't have contact with my older brother because of s- he just he just decided that point of life. He's just trying to figure life out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, we had a conversation about another member of my family, uh, and we're we're just deep diving. And I'm able to now. I'm able to articulate past the point of like said person is annoying or this person <laughs> is yeah. frustrating to deal with or communicate with. And now I'm able to kind of like set uh, set back from the obvious frustration and look at the full picture, I think, in a new way that's pretty incredible. Um, one of my tendencies was like if if somebody I love is bleeding, I need to be bleeding with them to show that I love them. Because mm-hmm. um, if I'm not and I'm happy and I'm living some kind of way, then I'm dishonoring 
that person. Yeah. Um, which is ludicrous, right. but here, you know, it is what it is. Soundtracks, right? Yeah. And um, anyway, I, I realized that I was able to articulate to my mom and my little brother about this family member that we all were sitting, that we could have very easily sat and crap talked the whole time about like, yeah, they're so frustrating, blah, blah, blah. But instead, we were able to like humanize them a little bit yeah. and, and speak with grace and and find roots to problems and, and, and understand. And that was so much more healing um, for for all of us in the room. Uh, my wife ha- was in the room and she was able to kind of like give some really cool feedback because she's had somebody in her life that she's had to have the same kind of conversations about. Um, my little brother was able to, my little brother is a like, zero to 10 like explosion mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of person and i'm 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 more of like it takes a lot to really get me past like five of, of exploding or whatever and so it was really cool to watch him watch byproduct of me learning how to control and understand myself better has overflowed into my little brother realizing like like a year ago he would have got to like eight to eight or ten and exploded in this yeah. scenario but instead He's like sitting at like a six or seven, you know, or like a five or six, whatever. And then I was able something. And I think the coolest part was uh, my mom has a really destructive internal dialogue um, about a lot of ways that she parented and raised us and lived and made choices and all this kind of stuff. And it was really incredible for me to watch. I'm going to be a little brash, (laughs) um, but it was really incredible for my for me to watch my mom watch almost all of her kids show up for Christmas when there are a lot of other people in my family that n- none of them did. Yeah. And that has that's not a shot at anybody by any means. That it, it just was a it was an incredible eye opener situation that I was able to help my mom understand like you look in the mirror and you see a failure, but your kids showed up and we love you and you did you're doing way better than you think you are. Yeah. And able to kind of pro- learn. I've been able to be surrounded by such incredible people and speakers and influential um, people emotionally and spiritually and mentally that I have able to like latch on and apply, like s- copy and paste some of these really incredible concepts and able to just like, I don't know, just help her see like, like you're worth more than you feel like you are yeah. in, the, in the moments of failure, et cetera, and stuff like that. And that your failing moments aren't defining moments. They're just moments. Fail, failing isn't failure, kind mm-hmm. of a concept or whatever like that. And I'm, it was neat to watch somebody in the processing that I love very much, um, watch her process something that I started working on when I moved up here. Yeah. And so I've worked several years and busted my butt to get to a certain level and I'm able to look on the other side of it, watching my little brother um, and my and my mom, for example, or wa- watching them be able to process, like, oh snap, hey, I walked that walk, that's crazy, yeah. and I can be like the wind behind their sails, where like maybe I didn't have that person to speak into my ear in the processing. Um, like now, I can be a helpful contribution to them. And so, saying all that to say, what I've learned is that yes, I am more capable. Um, one of my words for this past year was confidence. Um, and I think I did walk away with an understanding and a learning. And I learned that, um, I'm more confident in the people that God has placed around me. And I'm more confident in, in Christ instead of like my own hands, what I can do, the self-made concept. I think that I'm more confident about my calling and my position more so 
than I was, say, a year ago. Yeah. It was more of like, I'm lucky to be in the room. Oh, my gosh, what am I doing? Maybe a year ago. And now it's like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'll be the first to tell you that I'm like, I'm not lucky. I'm, I'm called. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to live the best way that I can through faithfulness to, uh, to um, honor the gifts of this calling that I'm in right now. And it's hard and it's tough and it has cost a lot. But um, I'm able to overflow what's been poured into me on people that I love and I'm watching them change for the better in front of my eyes. And yeah. so learning that like I'm anyway, learning more that I that I am more capable than what I gave myself credit for has been kind of like a wow, that's kinda that's kinda cool. Yeah. That's really cool. It's good. Yeah. Have y'all ever seen um I don't know, I guess they normally do it with like champagne or something, but they do like the like the glasses are all stacked and they pour it in the top one and then it like fountains down into oh yeah, the oh other yeah. one. That's like uh like a champagne pyramid. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's how hope works. And like we uh, we all kind of had like a story about it just now, but yeah. it's like we had you said the word for the year was hope and I think that was <laughs> on everyone's brain because of that. Mm-hmm. And uh you bringing like the sermon, like the soundtrack sermon and just kind of everything that you do in Switch and like everything you've done you know for the students here and just like the staff here dude, you talk to us all the time like like you pouring into us and like the other people who've been pouring in it it's crazy to see how that trickles out and i've 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 had a couple more moments um where like i I forgot to talk to some friends who because it was pretty like drastic like whenever i got like serious like i'm gonna start following jesus like my friends could tell like i stopped hanging around them as much because like there were just things that i felt convicted about doing and uh not that long ago i had one of them call me and he's like, hey, man, I know we haven't talked in a few months, but, like, I uh, I really think, like, I need to talk about, like, Jesus. Like, I think I need to, like, get, and we got to have breakfast, we got to have this moment. And it was super cool because it felt like, uh, like the echo of, like, the conversations we were having. And, like, when I was first, like, feeling called to ministry, like, all I wanted to do was, like, echo, like, what you were doing for me at the time. And it was, like, um, it's just been really cool to, like, see a bunch of those moments happen since then. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's, I got to stop there because <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> but, yeah, it's been, it's been a really, it's been a really neat year to see how hope grows and how it trickles down into other people just because one person decided to uh, pour in. So, yeah, yeah it's been really cool. <coughs> that's Woo! a beautiful way <laughs> to wrap this one up. Uh, so, uh, without further ado, I hope 2022 was amazing for you guys. Hopefully this year, starting No Balls has been beautiful for us. We've had a blast, but hopefully it's added value to you. Uh, We are praying that 2023 is the best to come. So let's get excited. Let's lean in, and uh, we will see you guys next year. Love y'all. Love you. Love you guys.